Y'all know what time it is. It's the Bunt, the People's Podcast, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. That's Vans, baby. The meat right there. Oh, man. Yeah, they say a way to a man's heart is his Vans. Right? You're damn right. <laughs> you trying to get there? You won. You got it. This week, we're talking customs. Vans is making every skateboarder's dreams come true by giving you your very own pro shoe right at your fingertips. It's a mad thing over at Vans. Head over to Vans.ca to customize your very own pro classics. You dig? Me, Donald, and Ants got some fresh bunt things on the way, and we cannot wait. Vans Customs got that classic style with upgraded cushioning and durability. The Vans Pro Classics are built to last longer with reinforced abrasion areas and provide the extra support and cushioning demanded by the world's best professional skaters. Myself and Dono included. <laughs> Vans have been custom before customs was a thing. And if you, like us, been desperate for your very own pro shoe growing up, this is the only way to do it, all thanks to Vans. So get your asses over to Vans.ca now and customize your own pair. Vans, off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. Drop that bitch. <laughs> Safer and Donovan. Yo, welcome back, people. We in Studio E. We chilling. We hyped. Yo, D Jones. We said we were gonna do a sick fuck of the week. Let's make this a fucking actual thing. It might not be every week, but uh, let's call it something other than that. But let's give our props to Mike Rappaport. Sick fuck of the week. We love that segment. We gonna do the skater version. What are we going to call it? Man, sick fuck of the week. Donkey of the day. Get caught on Shacked and a Fool. You know, we've had one in our history before. We had a Captain Kook once, but there's many Captain Kooks out there in the world. That's and you know, shit. we got to start putting it out there who we think deserves the title. And this week, I bet you 95% of y'all know where we're going with this one, man. You think we coming at Nigel? But no, nah, it ain't Nigel, <laughs> man. It's someone else. <laughs> Yo, Captain Kook first award goes to the one and only Ty Evans. You sick fuck you. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't make our guests do all the shit talking. We gonna talk some shit to every intro, you dig? Ty Evans, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing with these videos? They keep getting harder to watch. What's his last video called? I haven't watched it yet. We are blood, man. No, no, the one. There's a new one. I haven't watched it either. I think Antoine or Josh in Montreal, one of them like fucking had to like lie down after because it hurt their head. But but back to the the part at hand, Nija's part. We all know Nija's, you know, kooky, wears the worst kits, but I can accept that because he's on the board. Don't forget the tattoos. But how are you going to take Nija, who's already kooky, and just put out that edit of pure garbage, three dusty songs, and that camera? I don't know what camera it is, but it doesn't look like a skate video. It doesn't look right. The edges get all blurred. It's a fucking nightmare to watch. I don't think... I might watch Nigel's part one more time, 
but it was so hard to watch and it's it's Nigel so it's already kind of hard to watch you knew the skating was going to be exactly where it was the big rails doing this doing that you knew the kits were going to be shit you knew the short shorts with the long socks were coming the big shirts were coming the capes you, oh the capes you know all that shit unforgivable kits but ty evans you fucked up man you should be done. This should be your last video project. How are you going to make us watch that? This guy's trying to build a Scorsese movie out there. He heard the Oscars are coming up. He's trying to get a piece. This is Skateboarder Man, and that was not a skate video. That stupid emo part with the blood, and it's all dramatic. Like, Was the blood real or was it fake? Who knows, man? man trying to get I wouldn't put it past them. Though they, they put blood down. There's no Oscars for skateboarding, B. You ain't winning shit. It's just like skateboarding. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Just because you've got all this technology available to you. You know, sometimes we just need that VX1000. You dig? This guy's running around with a goddamn camera strapped to his body. <laughs> That's what he's doing. You got to be doing it. That's the first Captain Kook right there. Ty like Evans. we said, might not happen every week. But when there's someone guilty as charged, you will earn the title and you'll wear it until we find another one uh, feel free to send us uh ideas for candidates for captain kook every week the bun live at gmail.com you dig y'all know what it is it's the bun i'm d jones my man across from me is the ghost we got rants one aka ants one aka chance one in the building it's a cool thing still you know the heavy artillery came out for the captain kook <laughs> but we still got an episode to pop off ghost who's in the building today man we got a fucking real one in the building. He's our age. He's a peer. You know, we've been watching his career since day one. I think days. It's none other than Daryl Angel, man. Nike family. What's up, baby? Very nice to have Daryl Angel in the building. My man came through with a fire interview, and he fired some shots. I ain't lying this time. He got <laughs> on board with this type of episode, so yeah. you know it's going to be a barn burner, and uh, no disappointments there. And then, as always, we banging it out in the post office. We got a voice note. Super hyped on that. Answering all your emails. And then the Skateboard World Source for Sports, the rundown. And finish it up with the weekly wax on Wax Weekly. We don't have a title for it, but I am whipping the ghost ass and predicting these <laughs> sports, man. Yo, you know what? We came out guns blazing, but I just want to say... Ty Evans filmed an actual really sick part of Daryl Angel, which I think was the first all HD part in skateboarding, the all slow mo thing. Mm -hmm. So it's not all bad, but unfortunately, that's a long time ago, and he's been Captain Kooking with his. We're not going out his whole career. It was we're talking the one video, yeah. man. He's been leading up to something like this, and you finally crossed the line, you <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> It's just a really fun saying to say, man. Yo, you already know what it is. Hit us on Instagram at The Bunt Live, on Facebook at The Bunt. Send them emails and voice notes to TheBuntLive at gmail.com. And yo, we promise the website's going to be popping this time around. TheBuntLive.com. New interview coming this week. God damn it. Keep your eyes peeled for that web store because we got some new fire coming. And uh, we never disappoint when it comes to the gear. So this week, Daryl Angel is in the building, one of Safe's longest standing teammates. Hell was yeah. nice to pick his brain, and uh, I think you guys will enjoy. Hell yeah, yo, grab that fucking steam whistle. We popping the only bus. Daryl Angel on the show. What's going on, my man? What's going on, guys? How's it going? 
man we waiting for spring it's around the corner finally got some decent weather today you know what i'm saying it's skate season is upon us it's cold as hell well still though man where you guys at? We got a ways to go we're up in canada so toronto oh so it's like snowing yeah uh, it's not too bad right now it's kind of like just rainy actually you know what? by the time this comes out fingers crossed it'll be sunny and uh the switch trays will be plentiful <laughs> hopefully you get those nollie half cap flips oh man i don't know my ankle that's fucked up is my uh switch flip ankle so i don't know if, if that'll be working by then but you know what i'm saying never say never nollie half cap flips coming to a theater near you soon b oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah they come and go <laughs> all right so we start every show off the same hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment favorite skate moment i don't know probably just being a kid and getting accepted by like the older dudes or something and like i don't know like doing a trick and then like the older dudes being like damn that was sick or something and then you're like oh sick like it kind of keeps you <laughs> it kind of like makes you feel fulfilled like what you're doing matters and other people care so it like keeps you keeps your drive going you know like no i, I feel you you know, the older crowd is, like, accepting that you can do stuff, I guess. That's real talk. Yeah, you, you just took me back. Like, when me and Donald used to skate Shred Central and shit, and you pop off a, a half-decent trick in the mini ramp and all the old heads yeah. tap their boards on the coping, you're like, oh. It's a new uh, feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get, like, a little smile inside. You're like, oh, sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hell yeah. Thanks for taking us down memory lane. I think everyone goes to Everyone that. listening to yeah. this probably thinking about that that moment when the OG was like, respect me. Yeah. Skating is like, has no like age groups, man. I swear. It's just like, one day you could be skating with 40-year-olds, the next day you're skating with 14-year-olds, and it's all the same. Exactly. It's real talk. <laughs> but it's not like you're doing it for other people or anything, but it's all, it's all, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's kind of, it's just like a rad feeling to know that what you're doing made somebody else react i guess oh yeah the people who've been there before you it's like guidance if you're doing it right in front of the people who've done it before you you know you're doing the right thing which takes me back to shred central again oh god <laughs> john lenny no no the, the young homie john lenny i remember he like backside flipped or frontside flipped the the six stair yeah but instead of being like yeah respect like i just yelled random noises at him <laughs> so that, that was my way of, of so letting him know him. He was doing it proper. I'd be like, I lens the handman released. I'm not sure you would know what that means. I'm not sure Daryl knows what that means either. You care to break it down for us? It just means, hell yeah, B, keep doing your thing. So let me guess. You're sexy ass. So let me guess, he quit skating. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, nah, nah. He's still out here shredding, man. Yeah, he lends a boss. Trust. (laughs) Maybe he keeps skating because he's still waiting for like the right applause. Yeah, he's still working for it. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. exactly. He just wants a board tap, man. Yeah, <laughs> it just needs like an older. Just get an older dude out there. He's an older dude now, man. Skating's a young man's game. Straight old, old heads these days. Fuck. I feel you, man. Thirty creeps up. Oh, how old are you? Thirty. <laughs> oh, Same, shit. dog. Yeah, this guy's still enjoying. This last uh, little youth. bit of his 20s. I'm in my youth. Be, yeah, I'm in my 20s. That's all you got to know. You got like th- two months left. You ain't got to know details. All you got to know is I'm in my 20s. Be. Hey, live it up, Trust man. Me. When he hit 30, that libido is out the door, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, 
I'm, I'm trying to stay savage, but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so you got any other sports moment? Sports. Um, oh, actually, I have I have a sports moment, but it, I've, I've told this before in a previous interview, but it's kind of like my biggest like embarrassment sports moment. And it goes like this. I was on a t-ball league with or whatever when I was a kid, like 10, 11, and it was my turn up to bat. So I go, I hit off the tee, the ball flies, it goes kind of far, you know? And my, br- mm-hmm. my brothers, my mom, my whole family's there. And it's the park. It's at the park that's like a block away from my house. Right. So I hit the ball. You know, that shit goes flying. <laughs> and then uh, I'm kind of just like stuck there. Like, what, what do I do? You know, like I've never hit the ball that, that hard or that far. <laughs> and my brothers and my mom, they're just like, run home, run home. Like tell me to run home. So I'm like so confused, like what the fuck? Like that's it, the game's done. Like you just go home now. Like what the fuck? So I, I literally just start running home. No. <laughs> yeah, I just like I, I, I run. I hit pass first base, and they're like, no, no, go to second base, go to second base, and I just keep going straight. I run all the way out of the park, and they're like tripping. Like what the? F-? Everybody's like, what the fuck? Look at each other, like laughing and shit. <laughs> My brother runs up. He, wow. My brother runs up. He's like, "What?" He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "You guys said run home." He's like, "No, idiot, That's... home plate." Oh, and I was like, God. "Oh fuck!" So I had to turn around. It was like the most like coming back was so embarrassing. Like everybody's just like laughing. Like, ah. oh, that's uh, amazing, man. That's amazing. Sipping on Capri Suns and shit. Oh, Could have had extra bases, man. You're out at first. I know that was it. Yeah. So yo, <laughs> San Jose, man. That's really good. <clears throat> How'd you get into skating? What's the story there? I got a board probably right around the same time when I was running home. Because <laughs> I, I figured out after that, you know, um, maybe like traditional sports wasn't my thing. So <laughs> my brother actually, he, he brought a skateboard home for me and it was just a deck, brand new deck. He bought it at like the mall or whatever, and he uh, I was probably like 11 or something. He gave me the board, and I just had the board, and it was just in my room for like a couple weeks or whatever. And I was like trying to save up money to buy trucks and wheels and stuff like that, because we, oh, whatever, we were kind of broke. So then eventually, I think some like neighborhood kid gave me some uh, old trucks and wheels, and I just set it up on the new board, and I like got grip and whatever. What was the question again? <laughs> Yeah, just how'd you get into skating? Oh, okay. And then I just started skating, like, from there. But I was, like, I'd be pushing on, my like, my knee and shit for a while. But kind of, like, going off curb cuts and stuff, like, on my knee. Oh. But, like, fl- like kind of, like, jumping, you know? Like, knowing that I wanted to, like, get air, I guess. And then, like, I don't know. Somebody was like, that's not how you do it. And I'm like, I don't care. It's just, <laughs> it's fun, you know? Like, I felt like I was, like, flying or something. So then, um, eventually, like, I started figuring out how to stand up on it and stuff and just get my balance and stuff. And, um, yeah, that was like kind of just stuck with it, you know, just ever since then. You got a nice older brother, man, to just buy you a board out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, who knows if he bought it, but it was new. <laughs> he gave it to me. <laughs> yeah, he got it for you. Yeah, he got sure. it for One me. way or another. Yeah. You about to have to do that for <laughs> your little brother, man. Yeah, real shit. So tell us about your first big break in the skate industry. Okay, so I used to hang out at this skate shop in San Jose, it was called Circle A. 
And this dude was working there. His name is uh, Joey Digital. He kind of he filmed for Nike for a little while, also later on in life. But um, at the time, he was just working at the shop. And there was like a nine stair in front of the store, and like you walk up the nine and go into the store. And I remember, I remember like for some reason, I tried to ollie it or something, and it was like car, mm-hmm. it was like carpet to cement for like five feet and then a nine stair. It was like the dumbest thing ever, but he had a camera at the time and he ended up filming me all he out of the store. And he was like, whatever, like, damn, this kid's crazy or whatever. Like maybe he'll like <laughs> amount to something one day or whatever with skating. So then uh, a couple, fast, fast forward, a couple years go by and he hit me up one day and was like, hey, like, I work for Think now, Think Skateboards. I film for them. Do you want to come skate with us today? Like it's gonna be like Poncho Muller, like Champagne, Danny Fonzalita, just like OG heads, you know, from Think days. So I was like, all right, cool, yeah, like sounds good. So they came and picked me up in this minivan at like my house, and they picked me up and they're like, all right, well, like, where do you want to go? Like, where do you want to skate? And I'm like fuck, I don't know, like, I guess I know this, like, 12 stair. Because <laughs> I thought, like, I had to, like, show, you know. Sh- Do something sick. I had to bust yeah. out. I had to show them, like, what I could do or whatever. So they were like, all right. So we go to this 12 stair. And, like, whatever. I, like, I ollied it. And then I think I board slid it. And then I think I lip slid it. And I feebled it. And then. because. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I think at the time I was like thirteen or something, thirteen, fourteen, Jesus. and uh, I was like, "All right, yeah, like that's it," you know. Like we went to, and then we like continued to skate throughout the day, and then I guess after that they were stoked because I was like a little kid and I was jumping down shit, and then it kind of just evolved from there, and I just started like skating for Think, and then going on trips, and then yeah. That was that was the big break. That's fucking dope, yo. Just handle business on that tryout session. Next thing you know, you dropped an instant classic in that I think video. Oh shit, the iPod one. Yeah, that shit was tight, man. How old were you when that came out? I'm your age, man. Well, I'm like 29, but right. Yeah, that was probably my best part ever. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I mean, as far as like jumping downstairs and shit, like. Okay, getting hesh. No, your last Nike part was yeah. definitely Chronicles. That shit was fire. Hell yeah! Also, your four one one part was bomb as well. You've had so many parts actually. <clears throat> yeah, I've kind of just been one to like always film, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of fucking always filming and doing it for a long time, you're a true veteran in the skate game. Been putting out parts for over a decade. But you've got a baby face and you look, you know, the same age as when that I think part came out. Do people put respect on your name like it deserves or do they still treat you like a little kid, like a rookie in them streets, B? You commanding <laughs> respect? What's good? Yeah, I, w- I guess so. I mean, I, I definitely, as I've gotten older, I've noticed that like people sort of treat me more respectably or like kind of just like, I don't know, like I could just, I guess I can sense that I get a little more respect now than when I was younger and I could feel it and I could sense it, I guess. So, right. sure, I, I guess so. 
But but at the same time, it's a tough I, question to yeah. answer. Yeah. It's a dumb question. I just felt like asking it. Uh, no, because you got that like. Well, you yeah. don't look like Steph Curry, but like some people don't respect Curry because you look at him and you just assume he's just you know, young. He can't. He's yeah. just like a little. The ba- they people. call him the baby-faced yeah. assassin. You're kind of like a baby-faced assassin in the skate world. You feel me? Damn, got those good jeans, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but you've been putting in work because yeah it's crazy. Anytime a part comes out of yours, I'm like oh yeah yeah Daryl Angel, and I'm like yo, this is like the fucking fifth sixth seventh part you put out like been putting in work for a hot minute for it's, a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I guess as corny as it sounds, like I love filming videos and I love making video parts. It's sort of like that's my like. I don't know. For now, it feels like that's my purpose to, to make videos. To, but it fulfills me, you know, to know that like, I put all my thought and everything into it. Like, all right, I want to film it with this angle, rolling in like this or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not to say that I dictate the filmers or anything, but I know how I want things to look, and that's. Oh, I bet you some filmers probably disagree with that statement. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you sound so- you sound like a madman, dude. I'm just kidding. I definitely feel you. I'm the same way. Like, when Especially as you get older. Yeah, when you're really getting into a video with your friends, yeah. and your part's starting to come together, you start to like picture Obsessed the angle it, yeah. before you even go to the spot. You're right. like, hey, yo, can you get this one long lens, cuz? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Zoom in on my, on my fucking badass bend down before I pop them. Zoom out. <laughs> zoom back in when I land it. You know? No, exactly. It's a lot of zooming, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, right? Yeah. Z- yeah. Zoom on the face and then right when you're about to pop, zoom out to the legs. <laughs> that's that's yeah, like... The, the zoomed in face roll up. Like is, rolling uh, up like right now. slow-mo like this. Super serious. Yeah, yeah, and then zoom out to the legs and... <laughs> I get you, it. You better... You better be commanding that respect, though. That's all I'm saying. Because you got the baby face. Don't let them walk all over you. You feel well, you me? You put in that work. Like when it's when it's time to sign a new contract, be like, yo, you better fucking pay me, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel I you. I want a raise, b. <laughs> you saying he should go? To, you should be asking for a raise. <clears throat> Why not, yo? Why be not? Be like, yo, man? I'm a fucking. Do I ask for a ra- should I ask for a raise on the bunt right now? Yeah, yeah. Budget's low over here, man. Well, no, not from us, but yeah. No, I know. It's a not for profit we're running over here. Yo, Nike, yo. Yeah. Fucking pay my man's, yo. (laughs) Don't forget he's been around since day one. You feel me? Yes. Did he know you you and my man have been teammates for almost ten plus years, man, and you don't even know him. Really? Yeah, we we've probably been on Nike. No, yo, I bet you I've been on Nike like a bit longer than you. Because we were just watching... On Nike. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> Canadian gang, we we get, you know, half the paycheck y'all get, but I ain't complaining. That's tight. 2005, 2006, that's when I got on. 2005. You might have still been doing your thing for DC, cuz. Damn, going way back. How old were you when you got on? Uh, 16, 17, something like that. Oh, yeah, you got me beat, bro. Damn, B, I'm... I'm a true veteran in the game. You hear about the the Nike SB program they got going up here in Canada? It's running strong. They're taking care of the riders. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. doing lots of stuff up here. Oh yeah, no, don't, no, <laughs> ask them kidding. about it. <laughs> Let's hear about okay. it. 
<laughs> no, we're we're in kind of like a restructuring phase of the program right now. Oh yeah. Okay. I might be a free agent. Fis- fis- he needs your help. Fiscal year. Yeah, yo. <laughs> Fiscal year, right? Yeah. yeah. The program is basically dissolving right now. <clears throat> and we're gonna see if if we can build it back up. The riders just, uh, just go to Foot Locker and buy shoes or something. Just get a get an apartment in uh Niagara Falls. <laughs> <laughs> and to get on and then get on Nike US. Uh, yeah, yo, yo, <laughs> yo, put in put in the yo, scuba. Is you listening, dude? I'll give you my address, motherfucker. I mean, (laughs) sir. (laughs) Let's keep this shit going, yo. We got ambassadors up here. Ian Twa, Chad Dixon, etc. Y'all know who you is. But uh, (laughs) I'm sure they know who they are. We've both been doing it. Yo, here's another question, bro. He's stressing over here. He's sweating now. (laughs) Is that sweat, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've been putting in work for Nike for a decade plus. You know, we've both put in similar bodies of work for the swoosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. <laughs> I know I'm cheese. They haven't hit me up about a pro model. But how do you feel about not having a shoe and being one of the oldest riders on the squad these days? Um, How do I feel about it? I mean, I guess it's something I never really thought about because I guess I'm bomb, man. You want one? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think it's the Angel One. Nah, I don't know. I, I never really think about that. It would be great to have. Yeah, it would be dope to have like a colorway or like a design by. But they haven't even blessed you, yo. I'm a I'm a call my people, yo, at, at Nike Canada. I don't man. think you're calling anyone. I mean, I've but. I've had some colorways back in like the debacle days. Remember debacle? Oh, yeah, hell yeah, of course, man. Old video we did or whatever back then. Uh, oh yeah. I had like a colorway then. What shoe was it? There was a dunk actually. That's it. Yeah, you were a dunk dunk man back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I used to love the dunks. <clears throat> they're harder to wear now because we wear skinnier pants. Dunks don't look that good. Exactly. They're like pants. yeah, exactly. They look too bulky and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it would be it would be awesome to have one, but I don't think that I'm on that level. I guess as far as nowadays, what it takes, you got to have the followers and the. Sh- and all that shit, you know. Yeah, don't I, doubt I yourself, you, man. Yeah, don't yes talk. Say it with your chest, B. You are that dude. You've been putting in work for a decade plus for Nike. It's time for a new Daryl colorway, at least. And that's where we come in, man. Now, once the episode comes out, stocks going up. <laughs> you and the ghost can work on uh, a little video, a two-part video, a little commission for there me. I'm gonna call my people. Don't worry, I got you. <clears throat> Maybe do a little bunk colorway or something. Oh, now we, wait, 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 no, no, oh, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> yeah, what do you gotta say? No, no, no. no. Uh, We're sticking man. with Vans over here, baby. Throw a little USB in the shoe with the with the interview on it. Oh, <laughs> free interview with every every. I like that. I mean, I'm. You know, Donald's right. We're a Vans podcast, so that's kind of blasphemy. Strike that from the tape, Vans. Yo, D. Jones, week after week, we tell the people about all the hot new fire Brixton has to offer. But something we sometimes fail to mention is the Heritage Collection. Man, premium, timeless, versatile. Brixton's Heritage Collection features their most enduring styles. Classic pieces you can depend on, season after season, much like us over here at the Bunt. Ain't that the truth? Anyway, every day. 
The Heritage Collection features classics like the Heist Beanie. Me and Donald were rocking all winter. Shouts to Brixton for that box. The Carlos Polo. The Reserve Chino Pant. The Toil Too Short. And countless other classics. So head over to Brixton.com and take a good look at the Heritage Collection. So we talked about the Think Days and putting out a classic part in I Think. And then you made some moves over to Chocolate and then to Skate Mental, and then to Habitat, am I right? Yeah, that's correct. So what's the story behind all those moves and finally finding a home there? I guess it all just kind of worked out because those are the people I was skating with at the time when the jumping of the ship <laughs> occurred. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I was, at, I was at Think, I was skating with all those dudes. That was kind of phasing out a little bit. People were kind of doing their own thing, moving away. And then I kind of felt like I was in a place where I wanted to ride for something a little different than Think. And I've always been a huge fan of Chocolate. So I decided I would send Chocolate like a sponsor me tape. And it was basically just like my, my, my I Think part, but with like no music or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, lazy. Yeah, just like, <laughs> bloop, you know, take yeah. the song out. So Sam got it. Sam Smythe and then he called me up and was like hey like we got your video like looks cool like what happened with Think and I was like oh like I just told him what has happening and how I wanted to like just go you know move in a different direction I guess um Mm -hmm. so then he was like okay cool yeah like I know there's no guarantees of you getting on the team or anything anytime soon but he's like you can totally get boards from us and you know hopefully try and try and do that so then I was like, all right, cool, yeah, let's. I'll do that, you know. I'll, I'll try to. I'll do the flow thing for a bit and just see what happens. So I ended up doing that, and it kind of turned into like three years of flow. Oh, you got Damn. stuck in the infamous chocolate vortex. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> time kind of went on, and it was like you know three years went by, and I was like, you know, I did like the part with Ty Evans. I don't know if you saw that. It was like all... Yeah, the all HD. Yeah, the slow-mo HD one. And I kind of felt like, you know, after that... Not like the skating was like amazing or anything, but, you know, I I felt like... I don't know. I felt like I put... I was putting in the work that I needed to put in, I guess. So then um, I remember I was actually staying at Carol's house at the time. I came to LA and I stayed with... I was staying with him for a few days. And I was like, hey, like, yeah, I want to like maybe come in and like have, you know, like just sit down and talk with like you and Rick and and Sam just to kind of see where I'm at and hopefully figure something out. And he's like, yeah, sure. Like that sounds like a good idea. So they set we set up like a, a, you know, like a thing, a a meeting, I guess, or a sit down, kind of just like talked about it and stuff. And, you know, they're like, yeah, like we're psyched on your skating. You know, we're psyched to have you around here, you know, as far as Crail Tap goes. He's like, but honestly, like, Chocolate's pretty stacked right now, you know, and you haven't really met anybody on the team. And I was like, yeah, that's true. You're right. So then um, at the same time, like, Stabo was hitting me up and Skate Mental was still at Crail Tap at the time. So I was like, okay, well, Brad said that, you know, he would put me on. And they were like, oh, shit, really? That Whoa, I mean, that's actually a really good idea. Like... Maybe you should, yeah, maybe you should just ride for Skate Mental because, you know, you're still a part of the f- the family or whatever, the camp. But you'll be getting more attention there because, you know, you're not riding for chocolate. It's so big and, like, there's so many of these dudes. Like, 
just the timing wasn't right, I guess. And in hindsight, writing for Skate Metal was probably, I guess, a better decision for me. And then, whatever. So I was writing for Skate Metal for a while, and I think it was about... Hold on, hold on. Let me just say props. Props for calling a meeting. That's that's ballsy. Not a lot of people would... uh with thing, like that's kind of scary you're like a young am on flow and you're like yo rick <laughs> yo fucking mike yo let's get a sit down popping yeah i'm saying put some respect on this baby face <laughs> anyway continue continue yeah i, I was kind of just like feeling like you know things were kind of like just not really going so i was like either you know i have a meeting with these guys i had nothing to lose it was like i have a meeting with these dudes doesn't work out doesn't work out I'll go work at Crate and Barrel or something, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. then they were like, I told them about the Brad thing, and they were like, oh, f- fuck, yeah, like, just do that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and I was, like, pretty emotional at the time, because I wanted to ride for chocolate. I was, like, pretty bummed out, and I think I maybe had some tears in that meeting, and I was, like, kind of bummed, you know? And I, I remember the funniest thing, dude, like, I never said this to anybody, and I don't even care anymore. I'll say whatever at this point. But I remember Rick comes over with a box of tissue, <laughs> and he's oh, he comes over with a, a oh. box of tissue, and he's like, "Hey man, it's all right. Like it's gonna be all right." <laughs> and I remember I was I was kind of just like, like just bummed, you know, like fuck, I didn't yeah. I didn't make the cut. Like I'm a kook. Like these guys didn't like me or whatever. At the time, you know, like because you're a little kid, you. you you're emotional. You're sensitive, right? So, I remember I ended up leaving that day, and uh, I was I left writing for Skate Mental. So I wrote for Skate Mental for like, let's say like a year and a half, two years. We did the Skate Mental video, and I guess maybe I had some expectations, thinking that <laughs> I guess I deserved to be pro, or I felt like I should be pro, or like I was like waiting, you know, like all right, well, like what's up? Like I, I just had like twelve you know, like eight parts or whatever, whatever it was. And I remember Brad was like, he would always just like kind of fuck around with me. Like, oh yeah, like we'll give you a board, like fucker, like whatever. And it never ended up like panning out, I guess. And I was kind of just like, maybe I had too much expectation, I guess. But at the same time, I felt like I did put the work in. So it wasn't like, mm-hmm. I wasn't like, not that I'm like being like cocky or anything. But in the meantime, I was going on Nike trips, filming for Debacle. And Stefan, he was like, he was on the trips, we were filming, and uh, I remember one day he was like, hey, like, uh, Kastrusi has been talking about you, and he was saying that maybe, like, would you run right for, uh, would you want to ride for Habitat? And then um, I was like, damn, that's like a really, like, that's dope, like, let me think about it, you know? So yeah. I think I, I thought about it for like a week or something, and I remember I just went on this Habitat trip. And I didn't even like, I didn't hit up Skate Metal or nothing because I wanted to see what the trip was like. And if the dudes liked me, then I would be like, all right, this is a good fit. This is going to work out. Whatever. Maybe it was like bad on my part at the time, but at the same time, I was looking out for my best interest. And my best interest was to keep my options open at the time. And all right. so, yeah, and then I ended up getting on Habitat. And then right when I got on, they gave me a board like right away. So I was like, oh, sick. Like, it just, yeah, that, that's it. That's dope, man. Yeah, because yeah, it was overdue at the time. You'd already put out 100 parts. I mean, you've been on Nike all these years. Now you've been on Habitat for years. You found yourself some stable homes. 
and you're doing your thing, just focus on skating. You know what I'm saying? No sponsor drama. Yeah, no, it's been it's been solid now, so all good. So Habitat's working on a new video now. What can you tell us about the project? Well, I guess as far as I know, everybody will pretty much have a part except for Daylaw because he's working on Converse, and then Mark because he just filmed his that Adidas part. That was fucked up. Yeah. I think we yeah. I think we still need time to maybe digest from that as far as uh seeing another part could be a little overkill at the point at this point. So that did the Adidas part was good on his part. I think uh Bobby to Kaiser probably won't have anything because he's also during Converse. But I think like so I know for sure like I have a full part. Marius has a full part, Josh has a full part. Silas always has a part lying around because he's a skate rat. <laughs> and then, obviously, there'll be Stefan clips and Freddie clips. And then some new AMs, I think, that they're putting on that we'll just have to wait and see when the video comes out. Mm-hmm. And Y'all going to have to wait and see, yo. I ain't tell- I didn't tell you I sent my footy down there, B. <laughs> you don't have That's any footy. That's who it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, they said it was some dude from... The East Coast, so I mean, it could hey. it could be you, you know. Could yeah, could I got be, the Wally's popping, B. Trust me, East Coast rugged vibes. Just send me the. Uh, no, that's sick. Send the link. That's sick. What, <laughs> what's the? Do you know what the video is going to be called? And when when can we expect it? I don't know what it's going to be called at this at right now, but I'm sure Joe has a pretty good idea of what he wants to to call it. I think the deadline's uh, marked out for May, so. I guess yeah. May, yeah. Same. That's dope. Yo, what about what about some fucking a couple uh, Brian Wenning clips, man? That's oh, yeah. our boy right there. That'd be dope. We'll have to wait and see, you know? I, I don't know. Comeback is real, man. They gave him the guest board again. He's back on DC. Is he back on? On the up and up. Yeah, man. Check. Go on their website. He's on the official team again. <laughs> oh, shit. Shouts to Wenning, man. <laughs> Rush over Hell to yeah. DC's website. <laughs> Check that out. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. There was a time when that was important. Hell yeah, the websites and shit. Oh, I'm so hyped for winning. Um, well, that's fucking dope. Definitely looking forward to that video. Bobby, do your thing. But yeah, I know you can squeeze out two parts. So, uh, take us behind the scenes on your fakie front shove fifty fifty. How scary was the first attempt? So yeah, that trick, I get, so that trick, I was practicing for, not practicing, Jesus Christ. <laughs> ESPN Let me just rewind here real quick. I just drank like some, I drank some coffee, so I'm like kind of fired up again. I was trying that trick for like, I don't know, like a year straight, just on every, like on ledges and like hubba, like skate park hubbas and shit. So when it came time, I knew that I wanted to do that trick like as an ender, I just didn't know where. So I guess like I was like thinking like I would do it down a hubba because it wouldn't be that, as scary. So that that, that rail kind of worked out because it was kind of like a hubba because it was like pretty right. thick. It wasn't that scary actually because I like, I kind of had it. I had the trick like, not to say like consistent, but like it, it would kind of go, it would go in like pretty often when I would try mm-hmm. it. And that, that thing's pretty small. It's just kind of mellow. I don't know. It was, it wasn't that bad. It's good, yeah. Looks like a dope rail. Yo, Reggie, you can take that shit to five or what? You trying to be trendy with them fifties? Um, yeah. I mean, I I could try. We guess we'll have to 
<laughs> with a wait and see in May, right? Oh, oh, okay. Hey, shit. My, my man decided to lean back and lean back. <laughs> respect, respect. Yeah, we'll see. So if your skate parts are any indication, you're a true skate rat. Uh, what's your average day or week like in terms of uh, hours spent on the board? I usually skate every day. So. Jeez. Knew it. Knew this man was a skate rat. You could tell just by the amount of footage and like the shit. You're definitely thinking about skating 24-7. I skate usually every day unless I'm like super sore or like I have to do some kind of, some real life shit. Some 30-year-old shit? Kid, like pick up my kid from school or something, you know? But I usually mm-hmm. skate every day and I skate for probably about... Like today I skated for like three hours. But yes, That's a nice yesterday show. I took a day off. And then the day before that, we were like out skating all day. I would say like three, four hours a day. That's good for fucking 30, man. Damn. Mm-hmm. So to be skating that much, you must be eating healthy or doing yoga or something like that. What's your secret, man? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't drink at the moment. I don't do dr- drugs. I don't smoke pot. I wake up every morning and I, I usually make like a juice. I have a, a juicer. I wake up and do that. I don't drink coffee or nothing, except for I just had a sip of one right now. Just because I needed a little pick-me-up. A little boost? Um, I don't drink coffee. It gives me anxiety, usually, if I drink a whole one. But if I have a sip, I'll just be, like, kind of fired up for a second. Um, Yeah, I just stay healthy. I eat healthy. Um, I I don't, like, look at, like, nutrition or anything or, like, look at a nutritional book, but I, I know what's healthy for me and I, I'll try to just stick to just eating healthy stuff. That's what's up, man. Keep, keep it going. Keep the dream alive. Speaking of the dream, you're healthy. You're skating a shit ton. You got a video part in the works. How much longer are you trying to, you trying to make this skate thing happen? B? Um, I guess ideally as long as possible, but yeah, let's just leave it at that. <laughs> You don't need to dig into that too much further. Yeah. yeah you don't you don't want to cap nah, yourself. Let's just You try you trying to go to forty, like Tom Brady? I mean yeah. forty plus. I think Guy Mariano's like forty two or something, right? Damn, um, yo. That's Or maybe he's forty one, forty something. I mean, he's still killing it. I Brian Anderson's forty two. He still skates. I think a better question is are you gonna push it till the bitter end or are you gonna you gonna cap it when you think you're at your peak, man? Am I gonna go out with the burn? Or am I going to go out with yeah. a... What's the other one? Bang. Would, you, would you rather go out with a burn or a... I don't know. No, I don't know a that bang, A bang? I don't know that saying. <laughs> but like, are, yeah, are you trying to milk yeah. it to the bitter end like me? Or are you trying to fucking go out on top like one. Keith Kirchart? I, I don't necessarily say if you keep going if that's milking it. But I'm going to like keep skating as hard as I can for as long as I can. And if it becomes to the point where it feels like I'm getting paid to like do something that I'm not even doing, then I'll probably put the lid on it, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like I skate enough to where I guess I deserve what I have, I guess, in this, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. no doubt, no doubt. That's, that's respectable. That's respect right there. <laughs> <laughs> you're, better, you're a better man than me. But we don't get paid up here in Canada, so I don't give a shit. I'll milk it till my last breath. You heard me, <laughs> Nike? Jesus. I think your last breath's come and gone with them, man. <laughs> so a little, a little off topic, 
What's Castle Bolts and what they got on the go, man? Okay, so Castle is, I guess, sort of just like a extension of <laughs> my ideas and random stuff that I want to make. Or just, it's just a an outlet to make stuff on my spare time. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I've always been into like design and like shooting photos and all that shit. So it kind of is a way for me to like express all that and utilize all the talents that maybe most people didn't know that I have but like I could shoot photos I can like I said I could do design and how to I just I don't know and it's also just fun to do and if people are psyched on it then that's cool but it's just yeah it's so, just so. like a thing I do for fun and also just to kind of like it'd be dope if one day it turns into something but if not then whatever but yeah it's just for fun and just to do something on my own that is mine, you know, and not have to like, it's just an outlet for me, I guess. That's dope. So it's your brainchild. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where can the people see it? Um, well, we have a website, it's castlebolts.com and we have a promo playing on there right now, actually. And actually everything just sold out today. I had, congrats, man. (laughs) I had like a pretty good amount of like, uh, shirts and hoodies and hats available, but this place in uh, Korea actually just bought everything. Oh yeah, shit. yeah, that's, that's dope, yeah. man. Worldwide, Congrats. yeah, worldwide. Congrats. So, yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Keep it popping. You got an Instagram to shout out to the people for Castle? Yeah. Uh yeah, Castle at Castle Bolts. So yeah. You heard the man. Check up on Castle Bolts, man. I'm going to go watch that promo as soon as this interview is over. Keep it out. It's pretty short, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm always looking for a potential sponsor slash, oh. you know, someone to send your boy a box. You feel me? Put your hands down, man. Text the address, bro. We'll, we'll see what we got. We'll see what we got left. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we heard this before, though. It's official. Pat. Maybe we'll send last season stuff, but you'll definitely get some shit, you know? Uh, yeah, I ain't complaining. This season, <laughs> next season, ten seasons ago, <laughs> a box is a box. blank shit. <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll send you a box for sure. Oh, oh he getting the box. That's that's yo. That's how Nike boys. That's how we treat each other, Donald. All right, well, better take notes. All right. you know what I'm saying that's all right. family. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, sick dog. So, uh, what's next for Daryl Angel? I'm well. I just ordered a poke bowl, so I'll probably I'm gonna eat that. Oh, and then so. um, I don't know. Go skate. Keep skating. Go skate tomorrow. Go skate the next day. Just keep skating, bro, till the wheels fall off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> ah. Yes. No, that's that's fine. <laughs> Hell right. They already know what it is. Is rapid fire with the ghost. Yo, this week we brought to you by Welcome Skateboards. Why not try riding something other than a popsicle shaped board this year? You know what I'm saying? See where the fuck it takes you. Yo, Welcome's latest collection is available now at shops all over Canada, like Exo in Quebec, Good News in BC, and The Source in Calgary. So head over to their online shops or in store and make it pop. Get yourself some Welcome Skateboards. All right, bro. Y'all, do you know what the fuck it is, man? Flemo de Palma. I hit you with the comma. Yeah. Uh, 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 favorite skater? <laughs> I like Kevin Rodriguez right now. 
Favorite video. I guess Minefield. Favorite video part. I really like Anthony Van England's uh, Vans part. Dude, you see that clip he dropped the other day? Switchback nose blunt. That's fucking nuts, dude. That th- that ledge is that ledge is so waxed and scary. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> even like try to switch crook that thing. That's gnarly. Favorite style. Brian Anderson. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. Mark Suchu or something. Favorite trick. Backtail. Hardest trick for you. Yo, hold on. Your back tails, you always let the nose down, B. Not always, but... For real? Put some put some respect on that pop out of your back tail, son. I got I mean, you're older than me. I got to poke it. Okay, then yeah. back Smith. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't always do it, but sometimes you let your nose down coming out of a back tail. That's how them Nike boys treat each other, man. It's constru- constructive criticism. I think the reason why that is is because most of the time it's... On high ass shit, you know what I'm saying. So when I get up there, it's hard to keep it all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I like that. I got you. I got you. No, I'm kidding. Hardest trick for you? Hardest trick for me, probably like inward hills. Most illegal trick? Yeah, I hate. I hate five zero switch crook. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? I guess we'll just have to wait till May. Oh, it's coming. New? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's that fakey front show file. Well, since yeah, Ooh. since you're not saying what I'm gonna say, one of my favorite tricks you did <laughs> was back when 80 nose grind clipper, because like you get nar, but it's you pick your battles, and that was just randomly super nar for you. So yeah, back when 80 nose grind clipper and switch flip back five zero to fakey into yeah. that old bank uh, yeah. dome bot. That was tight. Where, it was where? funny because you did front five zero back when 80, which was soft, and then you just switch flip back five zero. Yeah. Fakey. <laughs> it's just to kind of like mess with your emotions, you know? You're like, what the? F- oh, okay. What? The- yeah, it works. What the? It works. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this man even thought that one out. What's the one trick that got away? That courthouse in Oakland. Uh, I tried to back tail it and I hit my head. And then Kevin and then Kevin Bradley did it. Oh damn. damn! You tried that shit. That's gnarly. Yeah, I really wanted to do that, and then. I hit my head and then I didn't want to try it after that. Yeah, <laughs> so probably that. That's beast. Even just trying it. Uh, what's the last new trick you learned? Dude, actually, frontside flips. Today. Properly? Like on flat. Like like doing them like on flat and like they feel like they're proper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's different. It's different. Once you learn something properly. Probably frontside flips today, but we'll see how they are tomorrow, you know? Shit changes. <laughs> you got the perfect board and your shoes are at the perfect state right now. It all happened. Well, my board got ran over, so tomorrow, so I'm saying tomorrow they're done. Oh, shit. Damn. That sucks. Yeah. Good luck tomorrow. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you never started skating, what would you be doing? Well, being that I'm from San Jose and it's all teched out, I'd probably be working at Apple or Google or some kind of techie company, I bet. Hell yeah, that's not bad. Favorite Wade D clip? Didn't you do hill flip back Smith on LA High Rail? Yeah. Yeah. Helmbot. Yeah, probably that. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for? <laughs> Osiris Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite local brand? I'll just say uh, Coma. Coma Bags. Favorite local skater? I'll say Miguel Miguel Valle. Favorite teammate ever? Uh, probably Stefan. Worst company? <laughs> I better be careful with this one. How about Orbs? 
Orbs Wills. Oh. <laughs> what the f- So random. What the fuck uh, is that? I don't, know. I don't know, but we'll take it. All right. Welcome. Four guys. <laughs> Worst trend. I guess like big rails. What? That's Reggie, I watched talk. a video of you 50-50 and like a 20-something stair rail. That shit was scary, and I'll probably never do that again. That's why... Now, I mean, I was doing that shit before it was trendy. <laughs> uh, speaking <laughs> of bad trends, I got to call you out, yo. The skate police is here. Uh-oh. Watching all your parts today, I noticed you're fucking guilty of doing backwards lines, B. Backwards lines? And, and by that, I mean you do the harder trick first, and then you do like an easy trick after. Oh, really? So it's kind of like a, a fake line. Like you did like <laughs> backside flip, nose grind, and then... 5-0 front shove. Come on, B. That's a, that's illegal in my books. You got to get the hard one out of the way first. <laughs> no, you got to... For it to be a line, you, you can't spend like two hours doing... Basically filming a single, and then you finally land it, and it's like, let's go, let's go. And then, <laughs> and then you do a switch crook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a lot of people do that, though. I know, but... But they're all guilty. They're all guilty, yeah. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, people don't even film lines, so... Just to get a line in general, it should be a blessing. <laughs> hey, he's gonna de- you're gonna defend no, the backwards line. He knows what's up. He's just defending himself. Yeah, uh, it's cool. I mean, it's not the worst thing you can do. There's so many worse trends these days. I'm just saying, me and Donald save the best. Personally. Save the best for last is what you're saying. For sure, like right. do a switch crook, and then do a switch flip. Backtail shove. Don't do a yeah. switch flip backtail shove and then the first one you land, you're like, yeah. And then do a switch crook. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> All right. Worst style. <laughs> Jamie Foy. Raining stones. Make sure there's grenades <laughs> flying in oh. all types of shit. <laughs> Holy. Oh, Daryl, you just... Uh, <laughs> That just went down in bunt history right there. Yeah. I mean, me and Don were neutral, but we can laugh. Woo. I mean, I, I never met him. I'm sure he's a great guy. I just, I'd rather not watch him on a skateboard. God damn. He doubled down. <laughs> you are a real one. <laughs> I respect it, though. Yeah, I, yeah. We got hell of respect for that. It made nothing personal about it, man. Yeah, exactly. it's it's nothing, it is what it is. It's nothing you personal. Asked a question, and he answered. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Amen for answering, bro. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, last <gasps> person you want on the sesh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still dust off the last one. Uh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Jaws. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Mr. Angel, you came. You were an angel at first, and you ended being a little devil with the shots. But we appreciate you for it. Thank you so much for uh, coming coming to Studio E, man. Thanks for having me. Hopefully, I'll be in skateboarding after this still, but we'll see. <laughs> well, stock's going up hey, you, after you this. You know what you signed up for. <laughs> Welcome back to the post office brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. And this week we talk in Rourke clothing. Rourke has teamed up with Jamie Thomas to release a brand new collaboration collection titled The Tourist. 
inspired by the mean streets of Kingston, Jamaica. Y'all need to head over to RourkeRevival.com to shop the collection and check out the YouTube video of Jamie's tour through Kingston, Jamaica. And definitely head down to your local skate shops and tell them they gotta get the collection in before it's all gone. Let's get into the emails. You've got mail. First up, we got an email from Avi Sturbins. What's up, guys? Shadow from Arizona. A couple of weeks ago, you guys were talking about the All-Star Weekend, and you started talking trash about my dude, D-Book. you damn right we did. The ghost said that he hasn't accomplished anything, but last time I checked, the only thing that the Raptors have accomplished is getting smacked by LeBron every season. He is on a bad team with arguably the worst front office, having Robert Sarver as the owner. More basketball talk. I've grown up an OKC fan, and it seems like they're the dark horse team waiting to make a run in the postseason. Or do you think Melo's busted game will hurt them come playoffs? Love the show. Keep killing it. Yo, first of all, yo, shouts for the email, you know what I'm saying? But yo, if we talking D-Book versus the Raptors, obviously you're a ball fan. You know that's a joke. You can't compare a conference finals appearance two years ago to this fucking 20-point scoring scrub who's never sniffed the playoffs. With the worst haircut in the NBA. Yeah, I don't fuck with his baby face, his cocky attitude. You know what? He might be, once LeBron retires, I might shift all my hate to D-Book. I like that, but it's going to be a while before LeBron retires, man. So the Raptors might lose again in the conference finals, but you know what? Hey, the team's succeeding. They're winning every year. First place right now. This is no comparison, man. D-Book and the Phoenix Suns. They, uh, they get talked about a little bit more than they should. It's not quite often. You know what's funny? Speaking of D-Book, we literally just finished watching the end of the Hawks-Phoenix game on a Sunday. Your boy D-Book hit an and one three to possibly go up by one, but he missed the free throw in the Ooh. closing minute, and you know your boy's lost. God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Fuck D-Book. And then he goes on, the OKC being the dark horse. Man, I would not want to play OKC in the playoffs, that's for sure. But Melo definitely ain't what he used to be. And I don't know what to say. What he's, what's going to happen when they come to the playoffs and they need that third option to... Well, actually, we talked about this last week. He's the fourth option now. So maybe they don't need him as much as you think. I'd say he's the third option offensively, but he's the fourth best player. You know what I'm saying? You're going to him before Steven Adams? Uh, on offense? Yeah. He's put. If you look at how many shots per game they take... I'm sure Melo's way up there shooting a bogus, yeah. like 40% from the field. But uh, the I rap- like his tenacity, though. He's, he's ready to mix it up because he knows he ain't what he used to be. So he's <laughs> reinventing his yeah. game, man, as a grinder. <laughs> he's got to be an enforcer now. I like that. Yo, Fuck KD, too, man. Thunder, Thunder's going to be a hard out no matter what. When you Even without those guys last year, you know, Westbrook and, and them boys went down swinging. Uh, to Houston. I want to see Houston OKC. I want my Warriors to have that cakewalk and uh, bl- and play the... Actually, you know what? Houston and Raptors finals would be sick. Or we get the fourth one and we see LeBron lose to the Warriors again. I don't think that'd be as fun. That'd be terrible. Let's get some. Let's get Houston in there. I can't wait for Houston and the Warriors. That's going to be a shootout. But whoever... Remember Joe Johnson, baby. Whoever plays the Thunder out of those two is going to be an epic series as yeah, well. Yeah, they're going to come in tired, man. That's like a championship series. Those are the ones. It's hard to get up again after that we need the return of Kawhi to make the west a little more interesting all right next up we got an email from kyle subject boxes and college sports hey guys kyle here long time listener 
reaching out to you two from Denver, Colorado. Yo, shouts to Denver. I feel like we get enough emails from Denver, yo. Denver, bitch. We fucks with y'all. Jokic, fucking Gary Harris, my man. We got love for the Nuggets here. Uh, after listening to the pod for quite some time, I think it's time for us listeners to know who's actually coming through with boxes. Dan Lu said he was going to come through with a stance box on the last episode. But can you guys give us the list of who actually followed up on their word? Ever get the honey? Ever get the diamond all days from Beeble? Nope. Definitely no all days from Beeble. The honey came through. It's we- nice. Organic, whatever you want to call it, it's the best. Hanson honey, y'all got to get some of that. Uh, Aaron Harrington came through with the Christie box. It wasn't actually Aaron, but Christie came through. Christie listens, shouts to Christie, major shout out. That box was fire. Yeah, we got some jackets, some socks, some tees, some hats. Enough respect. And uh, I mean, you know, we be getting our Vans boxes, our time bomb trading things, grand trading, all our sponsors, bless it. But Brixton. Oh, hell nice yeah. Nice boxes. Hell yeah. But but the thing is, as far as guests saying they're going to send us some shit, I, actually, I don't want to throw the guests under the bus. I'm always, you know, half joking. If they want to send the box, yeah. like, hell yeah. But I'm not, like, serious to the point where I'm texting them after. I've never texted anyone after the interview reminding them to send a box, just to be clear. But speaking of which, yo, shouts to Daryl Angel, our guest this week. He actually texted me. A couple days after the interview, asked for the address, asked for our sizes. Yo, we got a box coming. Castle bolts. Let's go. And you know we're going to send them a little bunt, one-two punch. Hey. We got our own boxes to send out these days. We <laughs> actually followed Alex Olsen to New York to try to get the box, and it still hasn't showed up. Man. Yeah, we ran into that motherfucker at a bar late night, and we were double grilling him. He was grilling us back. <laughs> it was an amazing time. Shouts to you, Alex. Real one. Size large, baby. <laughs> Next up, we got an email from Ricky Reyes. What y'all think was a better cameo in Nigel's part? The Nolly nose grind and fakey 50-50 in the Westbrook t-shirt or the LeBron jersey down El Toro? Personally, I say Westbrook, you dig? Keep up the good shit, fellas. Yo, I got to give it to, to El Toro. <laughs> yeah? That switch lip was fucked. He kind of like... It's a, sw- a slow motion switch 180. Yeah, Could've but... like clipped. He kind of like... It was like he almost didn't commit, but then he like was like, fuck it, I'll die if I kick out now. Like the switch Ollie was a little bit loose and he went for it and landed it. And I've always wanted to switch lip a handrail, so I had mad uh mad respect for that clip. That was insane. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to pick between the two. The Nolly Nose Grind and Biggie 50 were fucked. Yeah. But I'll say Westbrook. Yeah, I kinda preferred the Nolly Nose Grind to the Fake. The Westbrook 50. kit was better. I think that's the question. Oh, I don't remember. We oh, yeah, watch better cameo. We so. got to go through that headache again and watch that again. No, thanks. Fuck's sake. All right, next up, we got an email from Jake Lunn. Subject, slow, rapid fire. <laughs> what's up, boys? After listening to D. Lou's weak rapid fire, it got me wondering, what's y'all's favorite rapid fire you've ever done? What about least favorite? We love y'all down here in Atlanta. Big shout out to the Sneaker Pimps crew. You dig? Yo, we dig. Yeah, we digging into the into the archives to remember our favorites, but we didn't have to go too far. I mean, just a couple episodes back, James Hardy handled that shit like a boss. He wasn't stuttering. He didn't take long. He came in there, guns loaded, and uh, I got respect for that. That was amazing. I love fucking this week's rapid fire because Jamie Foy had us 
fucking dying laughing. And stitches over here. Yeah, you know, we don't have to agree or disagree, but it, it's funny regardless. That was that was amazing. Shouts to Daryl. As far as Lee's favorite, Nick Tucker. It was probably I don't even remember, but it was probably friendly. True, true, true. Yeah, okay, Nick Tucker. All right, next up we got an email from Jan Clyver. Hey guys, always enjoyed the show. Good stuff. Listening to the James Hardy episode right now. You guys should start planning a pitch for your Olympic show somehow. Would be great to have you guys report live from the sidelines slash street course slash staircase slash bowl extension in Tokyo. Should start the conversation with Vans maybe. Just saying. All the best, Jan. Word up. Thanks for the email, Jan. You already know that's been in the back of our minds for a hot minute. Hopefully. Since day one, hasn't it been? We've been yeah. talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like half jokingly, but kind of would love for that to happen one way or another. Uh, these faces ain't built for radio, man. We need to get on TV sometime. Luckily, oh. we got CBC up here in Canada. If anybody's got the link, we'd be happy to go to Tokyo. Yo, Andrew Norton, B, CBC employee. He just launched his own pod on CBC's fucking podcast network. Matter of fact, give it a listen. It's called Personal Best by CBC, produced by my boy Andrew Norton, yo. And Norton, I'll be uh, giving you a shout real soon. We need them connects, you dig? Anatria Tremonti was good, ma. And by that, I meant Anna Maria Tremonti. Anyways. I liked it better the first time, dog. All right, next up, we got a voice note, which we love, from the homie Owen. Let's take a listen. What the fuck's really good? Owen Quercher here from Aberdeen, Washington. I just wanted to say I'm a huge fan, long-time listener, listen to all the episodes. Uh, quick comment, Dan Liu did not send any shots at all. That was, I mean, I love Dan Liu, but that was pretty disappointing. Actually, he did, he did sh- shoot at his teacher. I'm kind of bummed out Antoine didn't do the gun noises after that i thought that would have been pretty funny anyway i just wanted to ask what the if you guys had any like inside scoop on what's going on with wade d maybe by now he would have announced himself like what where he's going but what the fuck dude leaving dgk that was like something i was never like i would never have guessed that at all then the homie owen went on for about another minute but, you know, we had to pick up the pace. He may or may not have dabbled in some medicinal, as they like to say over at Jalen and Jacoby. But uh, thanks for the voice note. Dono, what, what do you got to say? DGK Wade, man. The end of an era. I think uh, everyone is a little shocked and saddened by the news. When you think DGK, especially up here in Canada, us being good friends with him, you think of Wade. I mean, I haven't seen the guy wear anything other than a DGK shirt for, like, However long it's been, man, 15 years. But you know what? The good homie Twa had a, some some kind words to Wade the other day when uh, he broke the news. He said, whenever I think about DGK, I think about Wade. But when I think about Wade, I don't necessarily think about DGK. Yeah, that's very true. Like we were saying, DGK, uh, they fucked up and letting him go. Honestly, I saw the guy on the snowboard hill on Friday. He could <laughs> switch professions if he'd like. Steezy as hell out there on the snow. So I guess we'll wait and see, man. Realistically, we know where where he's riding, but uh, we can speculate with the people for now. And, uh, yo, I'm hearing word that uh, Burton Snowboards making offers are making offers. So, hey, man, if you got a board company, I'd send them an offer too. me and Saifa. 
thinking about starting up something new just because he's on the market. Yeah, Bun skateboards coming real soon. That pro model way B. But you know he ain't yet. going nowhere, man. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna be on something real nice real soon. That's some fucking real shit. All right, y'all. That's gonna wrap up the post office. Thank you everyone for writing in to the bunt live at gmail.com. Thank you for the voice note. We love that shit. Homie sound a little bit like Pat O'Connor, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. They definitely dabbing in medicinal. Yeah, they doing so- Woo! They staying inside on those uh, nice days dabbing. But uh, big shouts to everyone, and uh, on to the greatest sports show in the world, man. Real shit. It is The Rundown, the skateboard world's source for sports. Feels like longer than a week since we did this, man. Feels like it's been a long week in sports. Feels like it's been a short week because I keep losing everything. Hey, man, I'm enjoying it, stretching them out. This is the week of the NFL Combine, and someone everyone is keeping close eyes on. Saquon Barkley is dominating and putting on an absolute show. All I got to say is, if this man goes second overall to the New York Giants, pair him up with Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, and the one and only OBJ, that's a quarterback's dream, man. Hey, I'll take your word for it. I haven't seen anything from him yet, but hey. Yeah, I might have to draft that Niki next you, year. You're going to have to draft him, man. And uh, speaking of Odell Beckham Jr., becomes a free agent next year, and he's already putting out claims that he wants $20 million plus per season, man. You putting that money on OBJ? I'm not a fan. He's kind of like Devin Booker to me. What? He's no, a, no, that's not, disrespectful. I, I know. I take that back. I just, I don't mean in terms of skill, but uh, I just mean he hasn't accomplished much in the league. And uh, he's cocky as hell. The first time he goes to the playoffs, we all re- remember that controversy. Yeah, trip to Florida. Uh, I just mean Devin Booker and the fact that he's amazing, but he hasn't accomplished anything, and he walks around like he's the king of the fucking league. I got. I agree with that. He's got a lot to prove this year, and uh, no better time to do it going into free agency. Real shit. Speaking of free agency, the Minnesota Vikings are saying they're done with everyone. Teddy H2O, ain't ain't got no time for the comeback. Case Keenum, you fucked us once. We ain't going to let you do it again. Sam Bradford, who knows where he's going to be playing, man. He's uh, probably one of the most often injured guys in the league. So they're putting their hat in. They need a QB as well. Can Kirk Cousins sign there too? Imagine that. That'd be fire. I I just want Kirk to land with a fucking dope squad that's immediately contender or borderline contender you dig what i'm saying kirk shouts to you bro i dig what you're saying kirk cousins could do damage with the minnesota vikings oh, but oh. so could a lot of quarterbacks man they could pick one up in the draft and who knows but honestly all this nfl talk all i want to see at the end of the day is deshaun watson do his thing for 16 games and, and more man that's some real shit and yo jimmy g man i cannot <laughs> wait jimmy g Woo! Next oh. year is going to be a barn burner. Aaron Rodgers back. All the studs we lost to injury this year. I cannot wait. That's the downfall of the NFL is that they don't have enough elite quarterbacks. And it's starting to grow, man. It's That's starting a, to get a little yeah. better. The youngins, there's some some real promise with the youngins these days, man. Big time, big time. There were years when there was trash quarterbacks being drafted over and over, but it's starting to get a little better. Now it's only Cleveland making that mistake. <laughs> so we'll slide over to the NBA. There was one play this week that was all over the internet. Some saying there might be a little bit of a push-off, but 
we didn't see nothing. James Harden just put Wesley Johnson in highlights for years and years to come, man. <laughs> is this the highlight of James Harden's career or what? As far as uh, inconsequential games, yes. I'm sure he's had bigger moments in the playoffs, uh, but that was insane. But you know what? The unfortunate part for Wesley Johnson is not what happened to him, but was usually when something like that happens, the NBA is one of the best, well, it is the best basketball league for uh, recovery defense. Someone else should have jumped on him immediately yeah. and challenged the shot. It was the fact that his teammates stopped playing. Everyone was watching. If you actually watch any other play where players get dropped, they get back up as fast as possible, try to challenge the shot. Yeah. He stayed down, which and his two teammates that were supposed to come uh, didn't. So it's it was that extra second of no one reacting that made the, the highlight. So disrespectful. Yeah, that was he, insane. Hard and pause too. Oh yeah. He was waiting. Oh. He's like, I'm gonna stand here until someone shows some bit of defense <laughs> come out before I put the shot up because this one's gonna hurt. Yeah, uh, when you watch that play again, just look at his teammates or even like look at Chris Paul get dropped by Steph Curry a couple years ago. People always get right back up and challenge the shot. I've never seen anything like that. Happy you made the shot because it's all about completing the play in those situations. Mm -hmm. Another big play, Zaza, or what could have been a big play, Zaza strikes again, unfortunately this time on his own team. Very scary to see Steph Curry roll an ankle, but luckily he dodged a big time injury, man. Oh, did we, we talked about Russell last, Russell week. last week, right? Yeah, uh, that was nothing. I, I watched that game, you know, man's, I have Steph Curry on my fantasy team. Scared shit. Man's were, man's were trying to fucking put fear in my heart like yo i was watching the game minor tweak he actually came back buried three threes and then just sat out the fourth he'll be back on tuesday i ain't worried yet dang the zaza watches on once a week he's turning ankles <laughs> he's or injuring up. someone he's, he's just crazy. too big to be out there too big and clumsy yeah. so we spoke about this a little bit in the post office paul Millsap back for the nuggets already a tough team to play where do they fit in the Western Conference? Hey, man, they might not even make the damn playoffs, but I think I think with, what, 20-some games left, I think they will with Millsap back. They just won in Cleveland. Shouts to you for calling that one. Big game. Millsap's a fucking G, and I think they're going to climb up. But, yo, you know what's crazy right now? There's three games separating the third seed from the ninth seed and only four separating third to tenth in the West. It's an absolute slugfest in there utah's got a great chance to make the playoffs the clippers at nine and ten denver's in eighth right now somehow portland uh they've been going off they won six straight they're in the third seed new orleans was in the third seed the other day it's just up and down and this is going to be an insane uh western conference battle for playoffs man Boy, the rockets are absolutely rolling 10 and 0 in their last 10 but the shocking one to me they is won 15 straight blood. jesus the spurs dropping to the sixth two and eight in their last 10 at what point do you bring Kawhi back man is it even possible because there was reports he's done for the season now they're saying he might not be i feel like they got to the point where they're like we can lock this third seed without bringing them back and now reality might be setting in some teams below them are heating up they're losing some games hey they could easily end up not in the playoffs which let's is put on crazy. wax right now is Kawhi coming back this season what are your thoughts Will he play another game in 2018? I'm going to say yes. The last Why, I heard was he was coming. Out of desperation or in the playoffs, you think they bring him back? I heard he was trying to come back early March. So, I mean, we both want to see him on the court. Makes the West a lot more fun. Yo, he just, 
stalled in contract negotiations with Jordan. They were trying to pay him 20 million over four years, which Kawhi seems Leonard. insanely low to me. But that's Those that's what happens. Deals are all off of popularity and stuff. That's he what I'm is saying. Not like the that's, sellable guy. That's what happens when you fucking need him on the court too. That's what happens when you have no personality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe open your mouth a little more, man. I'm gonna go outside the box and say, man, I don't think he's coming back this season. Something up with the Spurs. Something going on back there. Yeah. Somehow they keep winning and fucking beat the Cavs in Cleveland. Yeah. But uh, Kawhi, hope to see you back. And uh, the West is gonna be yo. Let's get break the popcorn out for the West the rest of the way, man. Big time. So slip into the NHL real quick. The trade deadline popped off. Evander Kane going to the San Jose Sharks. Patrick Maroon lands over in New Jersey. Ryan McDonough joins an already loaded team in Tampa Bay. People are moving all over the place. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, no one thought they'd be in this scenario. First or I think second place overall in the league, Tampa Bay just, just took over them. But they gave up a first round pick this year, a second round pick next year, and a third the year after for Thomas Tatar of the Detroit Red Wings. I mean, they got picks to blow, but it just goes to show you, man, if the window's open, you got to take your shot at it. That's insane. That would be unprecedented, I'm that, sure. No, An expansion team no, to win it all. No, Nothing like that has ever happened before. So, shouts to Vegas for, for going for it, man. Fuck it. Hell yeah. You know that they high rollers in Vegas. They roll in the dice, baby. <laughs> they putting it all on the line. You know what? Yo. They might the, just pack up and move to Quebec if it goes wrong in Vegas. How the devil's doing these days? The devils are doing nice. Taylor Hall traded to the New Jersey Devils in the offseason from Edmonton. Career resurgence. Top 10 fantasy player. Woo! Absolutely rolling. Backed by some good goaltending by Corey Schneider. The New you mean Jersey Martin De Broder? No. Not Martin, man. Oh, he, shit. He was on about four or five other teams after <laughs> New Jersey. But, uh, man, the New Jersey Devils, the resurgence, shouts to them. Yo, Peter Sikora, he's still doing his thing, isn't he? He's out there. He's out there playing big minutes for New Jersey, man. All right. That's all I got to know. My favorite NHL player. Uh, I might have to jump on the Las Vegas bandwagon. My Canadians, you know, the Habs ain't They're too done. hot this year. They're done. So, uh, Going into the playoffs this year, I'm a Devils in Las Vegas, man. Remember when that trade happened? I think we talked about it on the show. P.K. Subban being moved out of Montreal for Shea Weber, who was a better defenseman at the time. But, man, look, it's less than a year later. Montreal is in the shitter. Shea Weber's out for the season. P.K. is flourishing down there in Nashville. So, looks like they made the wrong move. Damn. But one piece of NFL info that you nailed, the outdoor game, the Leafs versus the Washington Capitals. Might even start to become a little bit of a rivalry here. We played them so often, had that sick uh, playoff series against them last year. But they took us outdoors on home ice. Man, those outdoor games sometimes are tough to watch. The Leafs are wearing all-white uniforms. Wasn't the prettiest thing. The puck's bouncing all over the place. And I, I get that it's good for the fans, but it just sucks that it's got to be a regular season game. So all I heard there was that Ovechkin and Co. won. Am I hearing that right? Yeah, pretty much, because last year I, I loved the outdoor game that we won. But okay, wait. Leafs lost. So that being said, are we are we moving on to Wax Weekly? We're moving on to On Wax Weekly, man. <laughs> Two names every week. We don't know what the fuck it's called, but we're going at it. It's a best of three every week. So Dono took it 2-1 again on the big board. He's up 4-2. No surprise. Against your boy. Break Somehow. Down. Tell us what games I won too, man, because this shit ain't a fluke, man. People need These to know some, the info. Some big games to predict. He predicted Denver winning in Cleveland. I should have picked Denver because I hate the Cavs, obviously. The Cavs, man, that 
there are a couple games after the trade deadline, like you said. It might have been a flash in the pan. Everyone's oh, yeah. real excited. But reality's setting in, and they still live and in Cleveland, And I love it. Ohio. And that means more love for the Raps and the Celtics getting out of the East. Big time. Fucking everyone's acting like Larry Nance, George Hill, and fucking Rodney Hood, and fucking uh, what's his guy? face? Jordan Clarkson are all-stars oh, oh. after two games. Nah, B. They role players. And they some of them are borderline scrubs. You dig? <laughs> No, not scrubs. That's harsh. But anyways, big call out on the Denver game. And then OKC in Portland. Another good call on your behalf. And uh, I just had to bless you with the NHL knowledge, B. Never step to Ovechkin. That's how betting goes, though, man. (laughs) When you bet with your heart, you're fucked, man. Uh, You know what's funny? I always always get tempted to do that pro line shit. And I'm like, yo, I know the NBA inside out. I I could make some real money. And all of a sudden, I go 0 for 2. And you fucking, and then I get the NHL one right somehow. That's betting right there, man. That's why I never get into gambling, kids. Ain't nothing good coming from. There ain't no pro gamblers out there living good lives. The only gambling me and Donald do is fantasy sports. Yeah. All right. This week we got three barn burners lined up. First up, this is a big one, close to home, very close to home. We got Houston visiting the Toronto Raps. D Jones. What do you got to say? See, basketball is a little bit easier for me to bet on because I don't have, like, uh, I feel like I don't know as much about the, the league as the NHL, so I can just pick pick a team without, like, thinking too much about it. I mean, it's 50-50. So I'm going with Houston, man. Houston. You told You said 15 in a row. What makes you think T-Dot's going to snap that? Bro, we going to play that real D, and uh, our bench is going to take their bench to, to the fucking butchers. Is that a saying? The cleaners, I think. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I got I got Toronto, you got Houston. Next up, we got my Golden State Warriors in Portland. What do you got to say, B? You know, I'm uh, as guilty as you are as including myself with the team. I always say my Patriots and refer to them as ours. But uh, you have no affiliation with Golden State other than the fact that you have Steph Curry. Bro, I had Klay Thompson just traded him. I've been... I've said this story on Wax before. The Warriors are got are what got me back into the NBA in 2007. The We Believe team. Me, Mark, and Noah yeah, T. Yeah, it's not watched. a we thing. You're not we with them. I'm We Believe. <laughs> you don't remember that, that campaign I they do. had the that We was Believe one of shirts? The only NBA series I watched before I got into it a couple That's years ago. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, okay, I'm so We you're Believe. Going with State. My Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to stick with. The Trailblazers in Portland, man. Another big win on Saturday night. All right. Uh, looking like I'm going 2-0. and And then we got... How do you think you're going 2 I got Houston in the game. Yo. Oh, okay. Yo. We got my Las Vegas Golden Knights. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Against uh, the fucking CBJs. What does that stand for? The Blue Jackets? The Columbus Blue Jackets. Columbus, most random team that I always forget exists. Uh, John Tortorella and Sergey Bobrovsky gonna play some lockdown D on your Vegas. I thought I'd spice it up a little bit, keep the Leafs out of this one, put your team in there, get you a little, get you into it. So here we go, Vegas versus Columbus. Y'all know what the fuck it is. Y'all smell that, eh? Yeah, that's the sound of me going three and zero, cooking Donald's fat ass, and uh, I'm gonna be five. <laughs> Take me to the butchers. <laughs> All right, that's a good way to wrap up the show, man. That's another episode. In the books, episode four of season six already done. We're flying through this shit, baby. Hell yeah. Catch y'all next week. <laughs>